0: Welcome to the Milk and Motherhood podcast. This is a safe place to discuss breastfeeding, parenting, and the challenges these can present. I'm your host, Therese Dansby, and I'm an international board-certified lactation consultant and mom of three. I believe that navigating the rough waters of early motherhood with wisdom, grace, and humility can grow each of us into the mothers we long to be. Hi everyone, welcome to episode one of the Milk and Motherhood podcast. I've been wanting to start a podcast all about breastfeeding and motherhood, and the commonalities I've found between the two, and it's finally happening. Today's episode is going to be a short one, just introducing me, the concept behind the podcast, and what you can expect from the first few seasons. I'm Therese, I'm a nurse, a lactation consultant, homeschooling mom. I graduated from nursing school in 2007, I was planning on becoming a nurse midwife. However, after graduation, I started working as a registered nurse in the neonatal intensive care unit and I fell in love with the babies. After about five years of NICU nursing, I started wondering what else was out there. I obtained my specialty certification in neonatal critical care, but I still felt restless in this job I used to love. So I got accepted into midwifery school, got about halfway through my grad school hours and realized between shadowing other midwives working for nine months in a high-risk OB center, working for another nine months in a midwife-led birth center, and really looking closely and prayerfully at my life that midwifery wasn't the path for me. I went back to the NICU and was still working there when I had my oldest child who's currently eight. Breastfeeding him was more difficult than I had imagined. I thought a healthy pregnancy plus full-term baby plus good delivery would equal breastfeeding magic. It was especially difficult for me to admit that this equation wasn't working at the time because I was a nurse. I worked with babies. I was actually already a certified breastfeeding educator because my 10-year goal was to pursue IBCLC certification. So when my baby, who was nursing for hours around the clock, wasn't back to his birth weight by two weeks, I felt like such a failure. And I overcompensated in my overly anxious state by diving into what exactly was going on and how to fix it. The lactation support I received at the time was marginal at best, and I thought there had to be a better way. So when my son was one, I started accumulating the rest of my didactic hours to sit for the international board exam to become a lactation consultant. Simply sitting for the exam requires thousands of hours of direct feeding experience with moms and babies, almost 100 hours of lactation-specific training, and a science background. I started working as an IBCLC in training with some wonderful mentors at a hospital in Kansas City in October 2015. I took my board exam in April of 2016, and I felt like I'd finally found my calling. I worked at that hospital in the postpartum unit and the NICU from 2015 through 2019. In 2016, I also started working as a home visit lactation consultant and was able to continue that, even after I left the hospital. By 2020, we had two kids, we'd moved to a new state, and everyone knows that 2020 was kind of a mess. Meanwhile, my older kiddo was six at that time, and we had been gearing up to homeschool anyway. Diving into more formal homeschooling was much more emotionally and intellectually intensive for me as the mother than I had anticipated. I did go back to work as a nurse in the NICU on the weekends for a year or so to provide for our family during those turbulent times. Once things started normalizing again, I did leave the hospital and get back to private practice, as well as teaching prenatal breastfeeding and newborn care classes in Nebraska, where we now live. I also got pregnant with our third baby and started working on a virtual breastfeeding course, since in-person gatherings were still so hard to come by. Now it's 2022. I have three kids. Recently, my colleague Courtney and I released our virtual self-led breastfeeding and postpartum course called Nourished Beginnings. I had so much fun writing the course content that I couldn't quite shut my brain off again. As I learn more about how to educate my kids, it has ignited a passion in me to educate my theoretical clients in a different way before they're actually running into breastfeeding roadblocks and coming to me for help. Hence, we now have a course out there for anyone and everyone who is pregnant and planning to breastfeed. And now the podcast will be out there as well for the rest of us who are already trekking along in this motherhood journey, looking for hope, encouragement, and support along the way. My personal motherhood journey has paralleled my breastfeeding experience in so many ways, and I'm grateful it has given me one lens, of which there are many, through which to view struggles, accomplishments, sacrifices, and boundaries in parenting. So you better believe we are covering everything here in our quest to discuss becoming a mother through the lens of breastfeeding. We will, of course, discuss breastfeeding, as well as postpartum, mental health, trauma recovery, marriage, theology, nutrition, and so much more. Season 1 will focus on laying the philosophical and tactical groundwork for a smoother breastfeeding and postpartum experience, but the discussions will be so in-depth you'll want to listen, even if your baby's already here. In Season 2, we will dive into special subjects like sleep, natural family planning, food allergies, postpartum mood disorders, and more. Season 3 will be geared more towards life and motherhood beyond the baby years, so there's something for everyone there. After that, we will keep talking and growing and learning together for future episodes. Before we close, I want to share a blog post that came out when my oldest was still a baby. It was written by Lillian Keel on her blog at the time called Hilltop Diaries. It's not easy to find it on the internet anymore, so I'm glad I saved it. It ministered to me so sweetly during that season when I felt like, because everything was so hard, it meant I was just doing it all wrong. She writes, I always thought communion was a little weird. I became a Christian when I was twenty. Though my love for Jesus came easily, my acceptance of church traditions did not. Communion struck me as a pointless relic of orthodoxy. The vague cannibalism implied by this is my body and this is my blood made me wonder if the whole thing wasn't just a misquote of Jesus. Didn't the church have more important works of justice to do than sit around feeding each other stale wafers? Sure, the bread of life and cup of salvation sounded beautiful, but drinking grape juice from a plastic thimble was never the transcendent experience I hoped it would be. It wasn't until I became a nursing mother that I began to understand the Eucharist. My experience of breastfeeding has been very straightforward. My kids were both good latchers and grew steadily. Once I got over the initial shock of milk coming out of my boobs, I found it all quite simple and peaceful. By some mysterious process, my body produced the perfect nourishment for my babies. There was nothing gross about this transmission of fluids. I quickly ditched the nursing cover and breastfed on demand. For food, for healing, for sleep, for comfort. When my baby was a few months old, an acquaintance asked if I was breastfeeding. When I responded in the affirmative, she said, I knew it. I could tell by the way he looks so adoringly at you. He's like, you're all I need, Mom. Perhaps this is what Jesus had in mind for the Eucharist. Through the breaking of the bread, God invites us into the nursing relationship, the meeting of all our needs. I think about the cracked nipples and the itchy thrush, the aches and fevers of mastitis, the midnight trek across the house to feed a crying baby, fatigued to the point of nausea. This is my body, broken for you. I think about the times I missed out because of the chore it was to keep my baby fed, the chained-up feeling of pumping at work, the moments when I wished desperately for a break poured out for you and for many. I think about God, who has given me these children, and this means to sustain them, who is present in the Eucharist and in my nursing chair, who by these sacraments invites me to participate in his life-giving power. Do this in remembrance of me. Amen. With that food for thought, I'll wrap up this episode right here. You can follow me on Instagram at happy.mama.healthy.baby for more along these lines feel free to reach out to me via email at therese.dansby at gmail.com. See you next time.